Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. These guys are ridiculous. These guys are ridiculous. Now, how about them damn Celtics? And we are back with another episode of How About Them Celtics. Sam and I are here recording on Thursday, January 25th, after the Celtics win over the Miami Heat, uh, which they won by a score of 143 to 110. Complete another domination by the Celtics uh, in every facet of the word. The Heat shot okay from the field, 45%, 38%. Celtics had a few runs in there where they let the Heat score a little bit too easily. However, it didn't matter because the Celtics shot 64% from the field and 55% from three. Uh, They shot so well that they took 14 fewer shots than the Heat, and they beat them by 33 points. (laughs) That is absolutely ridiculous. They made 22 of their 43s, 51 of their 80 buckets, 35 assists on the night. Nobody on the team shot worse than... 50 or excuse me a couple guys actually ended up shooting below 50 percent um lamar stevens shot one for three and tatum shot seven for 15 but among the regular rotation guys seven for 15 was the worst tonight which is ridiculous (laughs) like this was a good night this was perhaps their best domination game of the season I, i like you can say like oh the minnesota was a better win but like in terms of just flattening a team probably up there considering it was the close to fully healthy heat like <laughs> that's that's kind of nuts yeah i mean also like you said the fact that nobody really had to overwork and overshoot tonight mm. it's always a good thing like literally three guys took more than 10 shots pretty crazy tatum taking 15 shots is unreal like never happened still had 26 <laughs> points did an excellent job of getting himself to the line nine of ten uh it was him Derek white and Jalen, mm-hmm. everybody else took less than 10, including Porzingis, who played really well before he hurt himself. Uh, Drew yeah. Holiday, crazy efficient day at seven of eight, huh? <laughs> and then a lot of widespread balls just coming from the bench. Like they had, what is that, seven guys in double figures today? That's crazy. One, I mean, two, listen, three, they four. scored 143 points, so <laughs> yeah, gotta get there somewhere. But my dad's parlay missed by two buckets. <laughs> he Derek needed White por- in Porzingis. No, D. White hit 15. He needed JB and Porzingis. Uh, no, no, he had Derek White at 15. He needed JB and Porzingis at 20 a pop, and they had 18 and 19, which is tough because Porzingis got hurt and JB got yeah. subbed out. That, uh, how much does he bet on that? Uh, he had a bonus bet thing, so we put 10 to win 220, and he was two buckets away. He must have been devastated when he Porzingis went happy. down, dude. He must have like just collapsed. He was not happy. Um. <clears throat> Yeah, it was a great night. I mean, Porzingis, like you said, he took nine shots, but he was absolutely killing the Heat. They had no answer for him. I tweeted it out. Yeah. The Heat zone murdered them in the playoffs last year, and Brad Steven said, you know what? Let me just fucking get a 7-3 guy to ruin your plans. And he just – the Heat couldn't do anything. They couldn't They couldn't guard the Celtics tonight. Every time Tatum touched the ball, they tried to get cute and put Highsmith or Hero on him. Tatum said, no, I'm just going to drive into your chest and get a foul call. Tatum shot 7-15, of 15, but he shot 9-10 of 10 from the free throw line. Jalen Brown was on fire from everywhere. He was getting to his spots, making plays. A couple weird turnovers early in the game, but – uh, 7-11, 4 of 8. Kristaps Porzingis was just like 
I'm seven foot three. You can't touch me. Sorry, you lose. Like <laughs> that was pretty much it from him. Drew Holiday, like you said, efficient night. He was getting to his spots, and then Derek White did Derek White things. Uh, had two blocks as well. They just, they had no answers anywhere. Like they just decide like nothing. They did. They they went to the zone finally. Like I think in the second quarter at some point, and the Celtics were like, <laughs> okay. <laughs> Good luck. We, we don't want to break it now. We've learned over the past year. It finally took them too fucking long. <laughs> hey, it, 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 they got it, though. Cost clearly. themselves probably like at least one championship in the course of <laughs> learning to figure out how to break a zone. But they got it done in this one. And uh, yeah, great game all around. Horford, too, quietly, eight, seven and six. He's churning those. I want to say Draymond Green, like prime Draymond numbers off the bench for Horford this season. It feels like he's putting up a lot of those like five, five and five or like eight seven seven to seven you know like those types of games um, good uh good. like over total bet guy yeah. yeah points rebounds assists probably around so, 20 every game the thing about the zone is i'm thrilled that porzingis is out there to break it he looked so comfortable he made a great pass to al horford instantly off a catch when he was a short roll hit al in the corner he made the three there's no reason tatum cannot do what porzingis does in that situation you know what i'm saying like they're has been so many opportunities in the past where Tatum could have just been the nail guy. And I get it. You don't want to limit him and what he's able to do on offense, but at the same time, he's just as skilled as Porzingis. He's a little bit shorter, of course, but he's so talented and he can make those quick decisions and he can knock down the shots from that range to where the Celtics should be able to use him just fine in that situation anyway. So essentially you have two guys that can really break down his own, which is even better. Poor Zingas mm -hmm. catching at the free throw line and shooting is almost always money. It puts tremendous amounts of pressure on the guys underneath the basket, whether it's the actual middleman or the two guys that are pinned to the corners, they have to come and maybe help. You can take advantage of it. There's no real answer for him. Like you said, he continuously made good reads tonight and he was one of the more impactful players, if not the most impactful guy on the floor when he was out there, he was red hot to start this game. It sucks that he hurt himself, and I'm sure we'll talk more about that if you really want to, but rolled his ankle, stepped on Bam's foot, comes back mm -hmm. out, mm -hmm. laughing, joking with the boys, shadow boxing with Jalen. No ice on the ankle, which I think you pointed out. Gary Washburn pointed out. Somebody pointed out. They said it on the broadcast. No ice or tape on the ankle. He was just chilling there. Which is I'll tell you what is uh, Reggie Miller took on the scow roll today pretty well. He was like, well, that guy's dead. As soon as he gets on the plane, his ankle's going to be I will swollen. say, it did look like, of all the times to do it, that was probably it. Porzingis rolling an ankle, looking as upset as he did. You're like, oh, wait, 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 wait. That's the last guy yep. you want to see. Um, but to talk about it, too, because that'll that'll probably be the title of this. Um, he looked fine, right? Like, he, he got back out there. Like you mentioned, he was shadow boxing. Uh, he was chilling on the bench. He didn't stay in the back. Even, like, right after it happened, he looked mad. But, like, he didn't look in pain he just looked like upset that he hurt himself which is a good thing i got weirdly enough i was never really like w worried like the what's the worst case scenario here he misses two games like or sorry Breaks two two ankle. weeks like well I, I, it was clearly not a break though like he, he clearly didn't break the ankle well when you first uh, see it there's no clearly it's it's he was hurt and didn't come up the floor and they had to play a whole possession four on five and then there was a timeout taken i there was no I, clearly as soon right as, off the as as soon as you saw the replay, though, you knew sure. it was like, oh, okay. Yeah. Um, like, the worst case after you saw the replay is like, okay, maybe misses two weeks, like six games, and takes him into the All-Star break, chilling. Realistically, I don't know. He, he looks fine. I, I, from my perspective, at least. I, he I think ain't playing be, Saturday. Right. be serious. No. 
I don't think he'll play sucks. Saturday. I think he'll probably miss his like probably miss like two to three games, probably max, and then he'll be back chilling. But editing Jack here. This wasn't out when we recorded the video, so we did not know. However, Porzingis, after the game, did provide an injury update himself. He said it's not too bad, said he hopes to be back in the next couple days, uh, and just said at the time it felt worse than it was. We'll play the clip of him providing the injury update after the game here. But yeah, just wanted to throw this in here because we didn't know this when we recorded this because we recorded right after the game. So here's Porzingis on his injury. I just went to contest a bam shot, and as I came down, just landed on his foot and just rolled my ankle. Uh, not too bad. Just in the moment, it kind of got me pretty good in the moment, but feeling feeling pretty good now. You got some treatment. Was there a chance you could have come in? You're listed as doubtful, but I mean. Yeah, yeah. I think uh, depending on the game a little bit. Uh, uh, you know, sprained ankle is, is 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 no big deal in general. So um, if the situation needed, I would have been able to play for sure. Um, just was you know at that point of the game it was smart to to sit out. We saw you standing up, moving around, smiling. How is it yeah. feeling now? Yeah, it's feeling all right. It's feeling all right. That thing's going to swell up a little bit. Uh, but uh, we'll see how it is tomorrow and, uh, and go from there. Do you think it's probably be a day-to-day -day type situation? On a, I hope so. I hope so. I think tomorrow will be clearer, uh, you know, how, how it is doing, especially after the flight, too, and all that. Um, but as of right now, I'm feeling pretty good and, and, and staying positive. So, yeah, sounds like everything should be okay hoping to ease the minds of Celtics Nation a little bit back to the rest of the pod. We'll see. Uh, on top of that, they didn't even rule him out for the game. He was doubtful, no, which is like, which is crazy. Strange. <laughs> yeah. So I, I, think I think that's think... another indicator that he's fine. Who else has kind of picked up an injury mid-game? This I season for the Celtics? He definitely has. Yeah. And he that, was um, out in Warriors Orlando game. when he hurt himself. Yeah. Was it the Warriors game? No, no, it was Orlando. Yeah, when he hurt himself in the game. Yeah. He got poked in Indiana. Maybe it is just Porzingis yep. that got hurt and had to leave mid-game. I don't know. <laughs> did JB get hurt? Yeah, he did. Crazy. He did something. He banged knees with somebody. Maybe. Yeah. Okay. Anyways. Um, <clears throat> Porzingis looked fine to me. I'm not worried about him. I think he'll be all right. Um, Cornette, talk about him. Cornette came in the game in that second half and was just like, all right, it's Cornette time. Kevin Harlan was like, you can't stop him. You can only hope to you know what. Like, he, Cornette's getting that treatment. Why did he my, say you know what? It, I don't know. I contain, thought that was weird, right? too. I, yes. I, I don't know why. But um, I, if someone can just, explain that to us, if we're, it's right over our head, put it in the comments. If you're getting you can't uh, stop him quote about Luke Cornette disband the franchise like get rid of the court one should the heat get rid blow of the jerseys up? too like the, the you can't get blown out like that on that court with those jerseys that's embarrassing by Luke Cornette court Cornette? court took a victory tonight claimed a casualty <clears throat> yeah I will say I'm gonna say it once and I'm not gonna say it again because I know you don't like this yet another <laughs> blowout second out of a back-to-back -back. <laughs> just I'm done um <clears throat> but cry louder <laughs> i mean they played back-to-backs every season i know they do uh i mean the, what else is there to say about this game though great game uh tara's looked bad again <laughs> if you want to talk about i know that. i i think Cornette like was really great i know i know we kind of like did touch on Oscar. it no he was really bunch good. of alley oops he was a huge spark after poor zingus went out because mm -hmm. I mean, watching the game, you're like, "Damn, like that really sucks." And then Cornette's like throwing down alley oops. It's like oh. that one he caught from Pritchard was fire. That was a crazy Pritchard, pass. Also good today, four of yeah. seven. 
I don't remember how many points he finished with, but he was creating shots for himself. He did a good job mm-hmm. of getting to the baseline Eleven. mid-range. Eleven three I three. like seeing him with a little bit of freedom with the ball. Mm-hmm. I think it's really it's good. good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he played great. Um, every single member of the Celtics starting lineup hit three threes, and Jalen hit four, which is cool. <laughs> they were all on fire. Uh, ball moved well. Six assists for D. White, six for Hor- <laughs> excuse me Horford, uh, five for Drew and Jalen, four for Tatum. Everyone was moving it. It was just a case of like either they're getting a mismatch that they're attacking and they're getting whatever they want, or they're getting out in transition and getting an open shot before the Heat can react. And the Heat were slow and they couldn't react. I will say this does not quell the potential postseason worries of facing Miami. This is a different team than you'll see in the playoffs. It always is. They're never going to be the same, which is fine. The NFL season is wrapping up. And there's still time to get in on the action with FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers get 150 in bonus bets, guaranteed when you place a $5 bet. That's 150 bucks in bonus bets, win or lose. Now, the app is so easy to use, and there are so many different ways to bet, like live same-game parlays, find bets in the new Explore tab, make a parlay in the Parlay Hub, the best way to find popular parlays, and more. So visit FanDuel.com Boston. And make your first bet a layup. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. But I do think, at the very least, you saw little things that could indicate they would fare better in terms of progress. Like the zone killer that you saw them, you know, although it wasn't perfect, you saw them lock in on defense for stretches where they got multiple stops. And like you you see, you saw things that you didn't necessarily see in years past of like, okay, they've, they've sort of figured a few things out about this heat team like i wonder if the reason spolster took so long to go to the zone defense was because he's like maybe i don't want to show it to them and get them used to using it with porzingis like maybe let's hold off and then he realized wait a second we gotta try something else because we're getting cooked and man like what like the heat don't the heat are a great defensive team correct like they're, they're a good defensive team i, I don't know exactly they where this you're year? I'll <clears throat> yeah, pull it up. Least, you just keep talking i'll look i've got it they're at least top 10 um they are currently the 11th, okay, maybe 11th best defensive team. I don't know if this counts tonight, though, so that might hurt them a little bit because they got 143 okay. dropped on their head. But the 11th best defensive team. They're a fine defensive team. They got good defensive pieces. They don't have enough defensive pieces to guard the Celtics. If they're going to start Hero and Rogier, they're fucked. You, you can't guard the Celtics with those two on the court. And well, I think you're going to see that a lot. I, I, I know, exactly. Like, there like is Milwaukee. no way. Can't, can't guard with Dame. Philly, Dame's Max, on the court. go at him. Maxi's on the court, you're cooked. And you saw that tonight. Like, Haywood Highsmith is a good defender. Cooked. He was chicken. Like, like Tatum was just like, get this fucking guy off me. <laughs> like, because he he guarded him last playoffs with some success. You got it. Like, Tatum was definitely like, all right, I need to prove that this guy can't fucking step with me. Right into his chest. Goodbye. See you later. Rogier, right around him. See you later. Hero, move over. See, like, who's like my favorite heat defensive scheme of the day was Tatum being posted up near the Celtics bench and then he does his spin on Josh Richardson and kind of gets a drive. And then Tyler hero is the help defender underneath the rim. Like Tatum didn't end up going all the way in. I believe he just took like a fade, but did we yeah. really think Tyler heroes stopping him at the rim? It's the answer, man. He's got it. He's ready. He's got I it on that guy. Loser. <clears throat> um, And like the heat didn't even shoot poorly. Like they had a pretty 
normally efficient game. 25 assists. They only turned the ball over four times. They just could not get a stop to save their life. <laughs> they just could not stop the Celtics. And obviously, it's not always going to be like that. <clears throat> so you'd rather the Celtics. Um, if you want to like nitpick a little bit, like I mentioned, there were a few stretches where like probably need a bit more defensive pressure. You probably got to stop it. But like at that point, you're it's a floodgate. Like you're scoring every possession. You're like, all right, let's just go get the bucket back because these guys can't fucking stop us. And I don't necessarily think <clears throat> that that will win you every game in the playoffs. I think they can win a couple games like this just because they are like that talented. Um, but you have seen a few moments over the past few games of these defensive lapses where the, the other team just gets a few buckets in a row. That said, I do want to credit the Celtics because end of the second, uh, excuse me, end of the second quarter end of the first half i was about to say second half um they did like string together a few stops they're like all right let's lock back in and they went on a little run of their own after the heat went on theirs like so i do think they are starting to sort of figure things out a bit better in terms of stopping these runs but you just got to prevent because they're going to happen inevitably they just got to be better at stopping the bleeding like quicker because teams are good it's the nba but um that's the only real nitpick from this like i mean fuck it was a 33 point win like what do you want like that was nuts one thing I'll say about the Celtics scoring today, <clears throat> kind of like a bookend way to do the show. I truly believe that the Celtics can score like this in terms of the way the scoring was spread out every game. I know it's tough to ask them to shoot 64 in 55 splits, <laughs> but I think the team is so talented that you truly can afford to max Tatum at 15 shots. I'm not saying you should or restrict him on purpose, but the way they just played to whatever Miami was giving them and punished them for it today was chef's kiss perfect. This is the kind of basketball you should play with a team like this. How many times during this game, Jack, did you throw your head back like, oh, wow, that was an awful possession? Maybe one time. Once or twice, not many. There was one Jalen <clears throat> shot I remember on Jimmy where he like caught yes. the ball, let Jimmy close. There out, was a and then took it once he was in his face. There was a Drew shot too. I think it literally might have been his first shot of the game, and then he didn't miss before that. Like he just took this whack step back three in in somebody's face, uh, and then he didn't miss. I will also say it was fifteen Tatum shots, but it was tech like realistically it was like no, he had more, more attempts because of the fouls. No, I was gonna, and also like, it was just kind of like through three quarters. I know he played a little in the fourth, but like he wasn't really doing anything in the fourth. So I, I, I do think that context is important too. Um, I will say though, in terms of offensive, ex like process, this is exactly how they need to play, regardless. And not only that, I think you take this and you, you have to play like this in clutch time too, right? You can't fall into the trap of the game is slowing down. Let's slow it down as well. Let's do this. Play like this, no matter the situation, no matter what it is. This is the most dominant offense in the league. I don't care about the Pacers. I don't care about the Nuggets. I don't care about anything else. When the Celtics play this basketball, this is the most dominant offense in the league. And you can't change that just because of the situation of the game. You have to let your game, you, you have to let your best style of offense dictate the game and not vice versa. I mean, I know we kind of chatted briefly about this today, but that's why I hate the two for one. Not because, I mean, Scal annoys the hell out of you. Yeah, but like if you watch those plays, regardless if the ball's going in or not, the way that they're running their offense is different. Everything's rushed. They're not really working to get the best shot. 
sure, the math works out a fair amount of the time. But it's still whack. Like, I went through, I think, the first 15 games so far today. I'm going to go through all of them and see. (laughs) And they get a good amount of two-for-ones where they will outscore the opponent. They don't get outscored very often, but there are plenty of times that it's just like zero to zero. And that's kind of like my takeaway is, yes, you can get a tie and you can get the extra shot, but the defense has been so consistent in those moments. Yeah. Just just, just score normal. You'll be fine. Goes goes I, to crunch time, too. You know my thoughts. I, I'm all about the math. I was more talking about the crunch time, and, and I think that's the more it's important thing It's the same thing. thing. It's quarter crunch time. It's, not it's the same thing. thing. It's not the same thing. Uh, it's not the same thing because yeah. you, you don't want it to be. It's not the same thing. The end of the first quarter is different from the end of the fourth quarter. And you, like, you're not, it's not the same thing. <laughs> there are situations they have gone for two for one in the fourth quarter in a close game. And I, I think that's a valid thing too, but you just have to work to make sure the two for one is a good shot. And I, I don't think you're mad at the two for one. I think you're mad at how they approach the two for one. That's what I'm saying. You, your sure. point with the crunch time was they can't change their approach because of the situation. I just applied it to a different situation. Sure, but I think they can use that approach and still go for the two for one. I think the two for one as a concept is a good thing and it's a necessary thing. Why are you arguing with me? I'm agreeing with you. You're the one who started yelling. Because <laughs> you started pushing back for no reason. I'm agreeing with you. I'm saying they should not change their offense because of whatever time of the game it is. I know. And what I'm saying is I think they should still do the two for one, but just change the way they go for the shots in the two for one. That's what I'm saying. That's what that's was my whole they They break even. But if they didn't rush everything, they could get better shots. I thought what you what you said and Chad can let me the comments can let me know if I'm wrong. What I heard from you is. Their defense is so good that they shouldn't bother with the two for one. They should just get a good shot and then play defense. Their defense is so good that they don't have to rush things, but they could okay. afford to get better shots because of the defense. Sure. Okay, fine. I got you. What I heard from you is the defense is so good they should abandon the two for one, just get a shot and then play defense. That's what I heard. But it, I understand it is, now. It has by far been the most consistent thing on that spreadsheet that I made. It's it's like, did they get a stop? It's like, yes, 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 Good. yes. Yeah, yes. then that's fine. Then I agree with the fact that they should approach the two for one differently. Absolutely, 100%. Because the two for one right now, like you're saying, is just isolations. And I do think, like I said, this approach should be used at the end of games. Um, like, and isolations end up like being heavy. Yeah, no, I agree. And I, I think it's, it's natural that it's that way because you, like, Throughout the course of NBA history, it's always been, oh, best player gets the ball. But, like, with a team like this, you, you shouldn't be doing that. And it, it's a tough habit to break, but it's one they need to work on and be better at, especially come postseason. Like you said, you're not going to shoot 64-55 every night. You but should. I do think I, I do think the offensive process of this game is something to learn from and, and apply to future games. Um, anyways, I think that about covers it. I don't think – is there anything else we missed? Tatum's nope. an all-star starter. Cool. Reggie Miller has uh, Derek White as an all-star. If you're watching the broadcast, that's also cool. He also didn't have any Kings in the all-star game, which was like, what the fuck? What are we doing? But anyways, thank you all for tuning in. Let us know what you thought of the game down below in the comments. Make sure to check out our episode of Talk and See with Bobby Koritsky that came out yesterday and the pod that came out yesterday. It was a good one. We'll keep saying it. Thank you all for tuning in. Make sure to subscribe to How About Them Celtics on YouTube. Five stars on Apple and Spotify. Follow us, all that good stuff. I'll let Sam take it out. 
Hey, thank you very much for listening and watching today. If you're watching, make sure you subscribe to the YouTube channel, hit the notification bell so you don't miss any game recaps like these or the full pods or talking seeds with Bobby Kravitsky or film breakdowns or rumor breakdowns or the half-hour pregame streams. Those are always a good time, so come hang out for those. If you're on streaming platforms like Spotify and Apple, if you follow us, you'll get the audio versions of the pods and game recaps right to your feed every day when they drop. You can also reach out to us via email. HBTCpod at gmail.com is the way to get in touch with us. We're reading your emails each podcast, giving you feedback on your thoughts, and we like to hear from you. You can also find us on socials at How About Them Seas. That's Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, Facebook. Is just the name of the podcast. You can follow us there for the pregame streams. Those are on YouTube again. And also on Twitter, Jack's Twitter is at Jack's Money NBA. Mine is at Sam LaFrance NBA. That's it for us. Bye. Tackles. 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 Tackles.